0: Hello and thank you for joining us for uh, God's Word on Healing. Uh, We do this every Sunday night, uh, and we spend time teaching the Word, and we also pray for the sick. So uh, this is this isn't just a teaching. This is a time of ministry. And uh, whether you're joining us live or whether you're catching up the recording afterwards, I appreciate you joining us and uh, sitting under and studying the Word of God with us. Now, last week uh, I started a series talking about the life of God. Uh, And I I wanted us to begin to understand something from the Bible. Uh, Life is a message of the Bible from from beginning to end. God is the creator of life. Jesus came to give life. And sometimes I I think we haven't realized the fullness of, of the power of the life of God, which is why we're looking at some things in the Word. Uh, as Christians, uh, we're very trained to think about life in terms of eternal life and just the spiritual side of God's life. And that, thank God, for His life in us. Thank God that He that, that 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 we're made alive in Christ, and and He releases that life into our spirits. And, and uh, Ephesians says that we have been quickened, we have been made alive. But I believe that that life that is released into our spirits, it it can affect every part of our being. There's life for the mind. Uh, Romans 8 talks about the carnal mind, and it talks about, it connects it to death. And it says the spiritual mind is life and peace. I believe there's life for the body. That life uh, that's in our spirit that, that God quickens us with. Can, 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 can affect our body and can bring life to the physical body and, and, and bring back to life. See, when God's, when God's life is released into sick body parts, it, 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 it drives that death out. Sickness and disease uh, is, is a manifestation of death. Uh, and, and we need to see this clearly. We need to understand this. There was no sickness on this planet until death was released into this planet. Now Romans says that death came through sin. And death is more than just physically dying at the end of our lives. Spiritual death came first. And spiritual death was being disconnected from God. We talked about this last week. Uh, when, When man was created to live in the presence of God. We were created to live connected to 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 the life of God, and His life was to flow into us, and so we were to be partakers of that light, that life, and we were to live in the light. But when man was when man stepped out of the light, he became disconnected from God's life, and death began to show up. And that's where everything, all the death, all the, all everything on the planet that's that that's that's not part of God's life and the kingdom of light is a manifestation of death. Things that we growing grown up with and we think are normal are not what God created this planet to be. They came through death. God God didn't create them on this planet. God did not create sickness and disease on this planet in the seven days of creation. Uh, But when man stepped out of the light, we, we call that sin, death was released and death It it happened first in the spirit, but then it began to show up in the physical body through sickness and disease and through physical dying. And God's solution to that is life. Jesus said, I have come that you may have life. And I believe that just like death. Spiritual death, just like that, affected the physical body and and caused death to show up and sickness and disease and other things going wrong with the body. Just like that happened with spiritual death, the same thing happens with the life of God, but in reverse. Not the same. It doesn't cause death, but the life of God begins to affect the physical body as well. God can bring organs back to life. I believe in a God who does miracles. I believe God can release life even when, when when man has given up and given up hope. Even when man says there's no hope, there's no cure. Well, there is God. God is the cure. His life is the cure. So I'm seeing the comments and good evening and welcome to everyone who's joining us and I appreciate you joining us for these. But as I said, we're going we're to explore this more. But tonight, this is not just a teaching. I want these for these Sunday nights to be a time of ministry. So open your heart. Open your heart to receive. And as, as the word is taught, acknowledge it and say, I believe that. I believe that God's life is in me. Put your faith in what you're hearing. And put your faith in the scriptures and what we're showing you in the word. And, 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 and receive. Uh, this isn't just intellectual study. There's a receiving in your heart, and and, and I believe that, that that the Spirit of God can minister healing even while I'm teaching. And afterwards, we're also we'll we, we'll pray for the sick. And we're going to pray for people, and and I believe I'm believing God for healings to take place in these sessions. And as people sit under the word, that'll happen because I serve a God who heals. I'm not ashamed to say that. Sometimes sometimes people are almost quiet about some of the. The healing message of the Word of God. We're almost ashamed of it. I'm not. I, I'm bold, and you'll find I'm bold uh, to to say some things because I know God loves people. Jesus, Jesus paid a high price to come to this planet to 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 bring us back into life and to bring us back into some things to redeem us to set us free from the power of death. And and what death had done to us. And I don't want to be ashamed of what he's done. I'm not ashamed. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. And the gospel is the full message of everything Jesus did, including healing. Uh, In fact, uh, Acts chapter 10, uh, it says that that Peter went to Cornelius' house and it said he preached the gospel. And as he preached the gospel, he said how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. With the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. So in that you see that as far as Peter was concerned, and I believe Paul believed this too, healing is part of the gospel. So when Paul said I'm not ashamed of the gospel, he wasn't just talking about I'm not ashamed of preaching Jesus died for your sins. He meant the whole gospel the full message which includes the fact that Jesus provided life and healing for the physical body so this is something and the church we need to get a hold of this more we need to walk in this they're Christians that are struggling and they've been struggling to receive for a long time and you might be believing God and trusting and praying for healing in your own life and you or you might be believing God for a family member or, or loved ones around you. And sometimes people have been struggling with things for a long time. Well, I'm the reason we're, we're stepping out to do these ongoing teachings on healing is because I believe it's time for some people to start receiving. And we're going to build our faith for healing. We're going to become solid and strong on this, the power of, of God to heal and the message of healing in the word of God. And so the, the series I'm doing at the moment on the life of God, that's just the start of this. We've got lots more. We're going to teach. If you want to understand healing, get in these sessions. But like I said, also come ready to receive. Come come not just to hear a Bible study. Come to join a time of ministry. And, and it doesn't matter if it's it's online and it's over the internet. It doesn't really matter. The Spirit of God can touch you right where you are. So I'm believing. I'm believing as I teach. And we're going to talk about So we're going to get into the word on life in a minute but connect your faith up and i believe the spirit of god can touch you right there and healing can manifest christians we we've we've not seen the, the the message of the life of god like we should we haven't got it we don't hear it taught enough and i'm i want you to understand life is the message of the new testament life is the message of the gospel And I'm going to show you that even the apostles said that John said that he said, this is the message, the message of life. And we've not seen it. We've not made connections between life and healing. We've not made the connections. We've not, we've not put enough priority on this. And that's why I'm teaching this so that our our faith can build in the message of life. Sometimes, sometimes in the church, it's almost like a message of death is preached half the time. This is a message of life. And and I'm going to show you that. But put your faith in this. Believe it. Your faith can grow. You can begin to believe God and begin to say, Father, I thank you. I thank you. In fact, you can say this with me right now if you can. Father, I thank you that your life is in me. You you, you have made me alive and released your life into my spirit. And I thank you that that life is working in every part of my being. Father, I give you the glory. I thank you. I, I believe Your life is working in my body. I believe your life is working in my organs and and, and in every part of my body. And I yield to that life. And I I thank you, Father God, that your life is working in my body, bringing healing right now. And I receive that in the name of Jesus. So let's look at a couple of scriptures here. Let's look at some things. First of all, I just want to show you a little bit of a connection to life and physical healing. And we'll we'll build on this a little bit more. But then I want to really get into uh, some specific things about life. But I just want you to begin to to, to really see that the Word of God connects the life of God into some of the things in the physical body. Well, I, I won't read all of the scripture right now because you can look this one up in your own time. But in John 11, John 11 is where Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. Now, Lazarus was dead physically. His physical body was dead and when Jesus came one of the things Jesus said to to Martha in John 11 uh in verse 23 well in fact I'm I'm going to read this cuz I want you to see something. John 11:23 uh Jesus said and he's talking to Martha he said this he says Jesus said to her your brother Lazarus your brother will rise again and Jesus spoke that out your brother will rise again and Martha so Martha thought, oh, yes, yes, he'll rise again in the resurrection. This is what she said. Verse 24, Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. So what was she trying to do? She, she, it was a spiritual answer, and, and, and it's wonderful. She believed in the fact that there's a resurrection to come. But you see, she was putting some things off for the future that she could receive right now. And, and many many Christians and, and, and Christians believe that the, that a lot of the things God has for us are only for the future they're only for somewhere further down the line we, we you know yes God provided things but that's for when we get to heaven I thank God for the things he has provided for us when we get to heaven but if he's provided some things that we can walk in now then we need to receive that and get excited about that. And sometimes our minds, just like Martha, we put it off for the future. She said, yes, my brother will rise again, but, you know, at the resurrection. And and, and that's not what Jesus meant. When Jesus said, your brother will rise again, he meant right now. <laughs> and he wasn't just talking about a spiritual resurrection. He was talking about a, a physical resurrection of his body. And as you read the passage, that's what happened. So when Martha said, I know he'll rise again in the resurrection. Uh Jesus said to her in verse 25, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. There it is, life. I am the resurrection and the life. And Jesus, Jesus didn't just mean some time in the future. He meant I'm here right now. Life himself. Martha, life is standing in front of you. And that life. And that resurrection life and power is about to create and cause a miracle and cause Lazarus to come back to life. His physical body was affected by that resurrection life by Jesus, who is the resurrection and the life. I wanted you to see that because this this is a, a, a miracle to his physical body. And Jesus spoke about life. Life is going to be released into Lazarus and bring his physical body, not just spiritual life, not just eternal life, not just something in the spirit that, well, doesn't affect the natural. This reference to life here by Jesus, it, it was a physical release, uh, well, a release of physical life into Lazarus's body. See, God can bring things back to life, just like he brought Lazarus's body back to life. He can bring dead organs back to life. See, You know, disease and and, and viruses, they try to kill organs, they kill cells and they kill parts of the body. But God's life is powerful enough when there is this is why not only does he give life, but the Bible also connects him to resurrection life, life that brings things back to life. Okay, so that's the first one with the connection to the physical. You see, directly life there is connected to physical life in Lazarus, his body coming back to life. Well, here's another one Romans chapter 4. Romans chapter 4 tells us about Abraham and Sarah and tells us about the, 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 the miracle God did in their life. And we know God gave them a child. God had promised Abraham a child. Well, let me tell you this. It, 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 you know, yes, I know Jesus was the seed. And in a sense, there, there was an application of that that was that was prophetic for later on. But there was also a, an application that was relevant to them right now, the birth of Isaac, the, the actual physical child that was to be born in response to that promise. See, many times people want to make all of God's promises spiritual. Well, for Abraham and Sarah, Barren, they'd never had a child. They didn't need a spiritual answer. They needed they they were trusting God when God promised, "I'm going to give you a seed." They were trusting God for an actual child, and, and, and that's what they got. They got an actual physical child. But yeah, in Romans four, it's talking about what happened in Sarah's womb and what happened in, in Abraham's body. But I want you to notice it connects it to life and death. Uh, Romans four seventeen says this, as it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. That's what God spoke to Abraham in the presence of him whom he believed. And then it tells you something about God. It says this God who gives life to the dead. Now that was that's in context of talking about Abraham and Sarah having a child. God who gives life. Or God who quickens the dead or brings back to life. Well, what needed to be brought back to life in order for Abraham and Sarah to have a child? Well, it wasn't just something in the spirit. It was something in their body. And that's what, let's go on. Read the passage. Let's see what it says. It says, God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. Verse, uh, jump down to verse 19. It's talking about Abraham's faith. And it says this, and not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body. This is not talking about his spirit. This is talking about his body. He did not consider his own body already dead. Well, you know, he was, he was alive. He was not in the grave yet. He's, he was still alive on the earth. But the Bible says that there, his body, there was death already in his body. And his body couldn't have a child. So it connects that inability for him to produce a child and seed to death. Well, what about Sarah? His body, his own body already dead since he was about 100 years old. And the deadness of Sarah's womb. There, that physical organ, Romans refers to it as the deadness of her womb. Death was working and was preventing her having a child. Well, how did God fix this? What happened to them? Uh, well, according to what we've just read in verse 17, and I believe there's other places in the New Testament, it shows us there was a release of life into their physical body, not just spiritual life into their spirits, a release of life. And that release of life, it caused her womb to come back to life. It caused whatever in Abraham needed to, to be raised up back to life in order for him to be able to have a child. Life entered their bodies and brought about change in their physical bodies. This is in the New Testament. This is Romans. This is not just a spiritual thing. People, and, and, and it's in context of talking about life. God who gives life. So put your faith in this. Begin to believe. If, if there's parts of your body that are not working right, Just begin to believe God. Begin to speak it out. Thank you, Father, that your life, your life can bring those cells back to life. Your life can do what what doctors and scientists tell you is impossible. Your life can bring organs back to life and can release life into the brain and, and, and into the organs. Any part of the body cells, because God's big enough. God made the body in the first place. He created it. He can certainly fix it. He can certainly bring life back into it. So I wanted to show you those two passages. And I believe there's other places as well where we see God's life is not just spiritual, eternal life. But it's connected into what it can do for the body. And so begin to put your faith on this and begin to believe God. Begin to believe God for his life working in you. Now, let's go to the book of 1 John. 1 John chapter 2. And I want you to see what John said about life. One John has a lot to say about life. And in fact, even the gospel of John, he he says some things about life. And we'll refer to those as we go. But in one John, a big part of the the epistle of one John is a message of the God of life. It's also about the God of light. And, and, And those two things are connected. God's light and God's life are very connected. And he also talks about God's love. Light, love, and life. But, but notice what he says here, 1 John chapter 2. And the reason I'm teaching on these things on life is I, 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 want us, I want us to have more faith in what God's life can do. And, and I want our faith to begin to rise up. See, faith comes by hearing the word. And as we talk about life, as we talk about the life of God, and as we talk about the life of God being released into your physical body, and bringing about change, and, and bringing cells and organs back to life as we talk about that faith can begin to rise up in your heart and, and and you can connect your faith can connect to the word of God and that that can open open up the the, the channel for life to flow into you right now and, and to, to to cause a change cause a change so let's look at one one John chapter two first chapter two and then we're going to go into chapter one but I want you to see what he says here it was important to John that we understood the message of life, the life of God. He, this was very important to him. He didn't want us to let go of this. So he says in 1 John chapter 2, verse 24, 1 John 2, verse 24, he says, Therefore, let that abide in you which you have heard from the beginning. Now, know he doesn't mention life there. In fact, verse 25, he talks about eternal life. He mentions life. But verse 24, he says this, let that therefore abide in you, which you have heard from the beginning. He says that there is something that you heard at the beginning, what the start. Uh, and he says this needs to abide in you. Abide means live. In other words, what he's trying to do is he's trying to show them don't let go of, 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 of what you started of what you heard at the start. Now I'm going to show you what he means by that. He tells you exactly what he's referring to in chapter one when he talks about what you he, you heard at the beginning. And, I, and I, let me give you a preview. He's referring to the message of life. He's, he, he, in chapter one, he tells us this is the message you heard from the beginning. It's the message of life. And he says to Christians, this is God speaking to you. This is the word of God. And in 1 John 2, 24, let that abide in you, which you have heard from the beginning. In other words, this is another way. We are to dwell on this message of life. It is to, to live. The message of life is to live strong inside of us. We're not to let go of it. We're to be very focused on this message. Sometimes, as I said, Christians, we drift and we, we we almost get sometimes into preaching a message of death at times. But the Christian message is a message of life. And he says, yeah, that which you heard, talking about a message they heard. It, 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 he said it must dwell in you. It needs to take up residence in you. You need to become strong in this message. That which you've heard from the beginning. Let it abide in you. And then notice what he says in the next phrase, First 1, John 2, verse 24. He says, if what you have heard from the beginning, the message of life, and I'm going to give you the backup where he says this in a minute. He's referring to the message of life. If what you have heard from the beginning abides in you. So he's just said, make sure that that message of life that you heard at the start abides in you. Now he puts a condition on it: if it does abide in you, you will also abide in the Son and in the Father. Abide is again is our fellowship, is our connection. It says the closer you are to the message of life, the closer you will be to the Son and the Father. Now, what about if you don't? What if what if we drift off the message? What if we that message of life does not abide in us? Well, then. We're going to find we're not as close to the Father and the Son as we would like to be. You see, this is, this is what he's saying here. We need to understand this. To stick, If you want to stick close to God, stick close to the truths of life. He is the God of life. God, God, God's not going to change for us. See, if we drift off, if we preach, if we believe a different message and if we get caught up in in other things and we drift off the message of life, we don't get closer to God. What happens is we get further from God. If you want to stick close to him, if you want to dwell very close and fellowship in his presence, you've got to stick close to the things that are important to him. And life is, is important to him. So he says, you'll abide, you'll abide closer. Now let's go to 1 John chapter 1. Get a hold of this. We've not preached the message of life like we should. Sometimes we just think that's the message that the unsaved here at the start. And they receive Jesus. Jesus came to give you life. And then once they get born again, we forget about preaching the message of life to them. And we get caught up in all kinds of other things. But John draws Christians back. He's telling us, become strong in life. Become strong in your understanding of the life of God. Because the more you dwell on this, the closer you get to God, your connection, your closeness, your fellowship with God is connected to this. And the closer you fellowship with him and the stronger you are in the message of life, the more you will experience that life flowing in you and through you and manifesting in your physical body. Let's look here in 1 John chapter 1. 1 John chapter 1. This is, just, this is one chapter earlier. It's, bef- it's just before. It's not that far away from what we've just read. And this is how he starts his book. His entire epistle starts on this. 1 John chapter 1 and verse 1 says this. That which was from the beginning. There he is. He's talking about something from the beginning again. The beginning of what? Well, would it be in the beginning of the gospel? He's not In this passage, he's not talking about beginning creation. He's talking about the beginning of the church, the starting point, what God started the church in, the message. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard. There you go. He's talking about what we heard at the beginning again. He's trying to draw us back onto something. We have a tendency to drift off. John, it was important to John. That we got a revelation of life and we stay in it and we stick close to the truth about life and begin to build faith and confidence in the life of God. His life has been released in my spirit. I have been raised to life, but not only that, his life is working in every part of my being his life is released into my mind and into my brain his life is released into my body god's life is permeating my entire being that's what we need to have faith in that let's read this 1 john chapter 1 and i'm going to finish in a minute I, I, i'm not going to preach long messages on sunday nights but but i want you to i want you to to build your faith in the life of god let's look at what he says 1 john chapter 1 that which was from the beginning which we have heard which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon. So he says, we heard it, we saw it. And then he's, he's going to tell you what it's all about. And our hands have handled it. Okay. He was one of the apostles. He had contact with Jesus. And, he, and then he says, our hands have handled concerning the word of life. This is, Now he tells you what he's talking about. He says, what I'm referring to, what, this whole, what was at the beginning. Why? Because Jesus had a message of life. Everything Jesus said, he said, I have come to give you life. I am the resurrection and the life. Uh, John 1 verse 4, in him was life and the life was the light of man. Jesus said, the thief comes to kill, kill, kill. The thief comes to kill, steal and destroy. I have come that you may have life and life more abundantly. This is, this is the church message. This is the, the, the revelation that Jesus brought was a message of the release of the life of God into us. Starting in your spirit and then working through every part of your being and that life bringing things that were dead back to life. God, God wants his life to saturate every part of our being. It's exciting and it can yield to his life. Speak life. Speak words of life. Jesus said, my words are spirit and they are life. And as you begin to speak the word, you're speaking words of life. Proverbs 4 uh, says this. My son, attend to my words. Incline your ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from your uh, eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they, God's words, are life. Are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh there it even brings the body in life and health the word the the more you stick in the message of life the more you stay in the word of life john calls it the word of life draw from the word of life jesus said my words are life if if you, you draw from those, the words of life, what are they going to do to you? They are going to produce and release life into you, including into your body. The, this is so exciting. God, I thank you that as I read the word, these are not just words on a page. This is not just text. This is not just a, a theological book. The Bible is not just a philosophical theological book. It is a message of life. These are words of life. And as you dwell on those words, and as you feed on those words, Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. The the, the word of God is your life source. It releases life into you. So John here, he says, stick closely to the message of life, the truths of life. Anytime we we present a message that's not a message of life, it's different. That should send alarm bells off and say that's not the gospel. That's that's a deviation off the truth. Paul, uh, John says, stick close to the word of life. Verse two, the life was manifested. That life manifested. Well, first of all, that life manifested through Jesus. Jesus came and he, he revealed and he brought life onto this planet where there had been death. And everywhere he went, life happened. Sick people came into contact with life. And healing took place in their bodies as they got around Jesus. As he prayed for them and he spoke on them. He spoke words of life and, and sickness was driven out. Demons fled. Everywhere there had been death, it fled. But then Jesus died and he was raised from the dead. And then he put his life in us. And that same life is continuing to be manifested through the church, through the body of Christ. We bring the life of God onto this planet. It says the verse 2, the life was manifested. And we have seen and bear witness and declare to you that eternal life. Then he puts the word eternal in, which was with the father and was manifested to us. Verse three, that which we have seen and heard, we declare to you. And then he starts to talk about fellowship with the father again. Is there a connection between the closer you stick to life and, and your fellowship with God? Yeah, over and over again. We need to speak words of life. We need to expose ourselves more to the life of God. We need to draw closer into life. The closer you draw to the truths of life, the more you you enable that life to flow into your entire being. Amen. So so I believe, uh, uh, just just grab a hold of this today. Begin to put your faith in this. Begin to put confidence. Begin to say, God, Father, I believe that. I believe that there is life. There is life in the gospel. The word of God is the word of life. You are the giver of life. And Father God, right now, and let's, let's pray here for a minute. Father God, I pray right now for a release of life. I thank you, Father God. that Many of the people listening to this may have already received Jesus, and they might have had life in their spirit, but, but they've not known that that life can go throughout their entire being. Release that life, Father God. Help them to, 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 to begin to see and have faith and confidence in your life. And begin to realize that your life can drive death out of every part of our being. Your life can drive sickness out. Your life can drive cancer out. Your life can drive disease. can drive, It can drive viruses. And even the virus on the planet that's people are scared of right now. Your life can drive it out of bodies. And produce life. Where, 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 where darkness is trying to produce death. And Father, we yield to life. And I speak life. Into organs right now. I speak life into body parts. I speak life into people's hearts and lungs. And I speak life into cells and tissue. And and, and Father, right now, and pray, and those of you who are sick, just connect with me and begin and, and, and just say, Father, I receive that. I believe that. I believe that your life is in me, your life is working in me. The life of God is working inside my heart and inside my lungs and inside my stomach and inside my digestive system, bringing life, releasing life, causing it to come back to life, causing cells and tissue to work properly. And and the brain, a release of life into brain cells and where where things have, uh, nerves have died, come back to life in Jesus' name. Nerves come back to life but in Jesus name tissue come back to life and Lord we give you the glory and honor for that I thank you father God I thank you Lord where I praise you I, I father God I give you the glory and the honor father God like Jesus said the father in me doeth the work father God I I, I can't do it but you can this isn't about a human being. This isn't about any this isn't about someone being a great healer. Except for you, the Lord God, you are the great healer. And we yield to your life. And I thank you that there is a release of life into bodies right now. Turning things around. Legs, legs that have been dead. Muscles, nerves, joints, ligaments, bones, right now, us command life. In the name of Jesus, I speak life. Live again. Come forth and live again. Resurrection life into body parts and joints. And we receive that, Father God. And Lord, I give you the glory. I give you the honor. I give you the praise. And it's for your glory. And I thank you for the message of life in your word. And we just honor you for that. we praise you for that. And I thank you, Father God, we're going to continue to have testimonies. We're going to continue to hear of people receiving healing as they sit under and they put faith in your word and, and, and in you as the healer. We give you the glory. We give you the honor in Jesus name. Hallelujah. 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 And I just want to encourage you. Just meditate on life. Speak life over yourself. Father, it's Just throughout the week, say, Father, I thank you that your life is working in my body. Your life is working in my organs. Or if you believe in God for, for a loved one, Father, I thank you that your life is working in their body and in their organs in Jesus' name. Amen. So thank you for joining us. And, and uh, I do these every Sunday night. At the same time, it's a a bit of time in the Word and ministry. And also in addition to this, Monday to Friday, so every day of the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, I'm doing a short 15-minute devotional teaching every day. I do it at 9.30 in the morning. It goes out over Facebook and over YouTube, and it's available on the website. It's a short devotional teaching just to put, give you some word each day. It's only 15 minutes long, about. Sometimes go 16 or 17. But um, it's not a long term. A little bit of word each day. And, and even if you can't join us live, you can catch it up later in the day or catch up all of them at one point in the week. It's up to you. But let's get stronger in the word of God. Let's let the word of God begin to... Let's become a stronger in the word and the truth of the word. And I believe God will do some mighty things in us as we do. God bless you. Thank you for joining us. And and I appreciate you sharing these and inviting other people as well. Thank you.